I have now seen Ant-Man and the Wasp Quantumania two times in theaters. Once, you know, I always go see IMAX opening night. And then I saw it again 3D because I had another cousin that hadn't seen it. So, you know, I said, well, let me all buy 3D tickets. You know, I, you know how I do. And I popped up and I've got some thoughts, okay? We got to talk about this. We got to talk about what the critics are saying. We got to talk about what the audience is saying, what I thought worked, what I thought didn't work. We just got to talk about it, okay? This is your new episode of Reality and Comics 2. Let's do it. That's right, you're listening to Reality and Comics 2, the podcast that discusses all things scripted and unscripted TV and film. I'm Kendrick, but most of you know me as your mama's favorite black geek. You want some hot takes about the Real Housewives or Love Island, or maybe you want some hilarious insight on the Marvel Cinematic Universe or HBO's White Lotus or Euphoria. Well, you're in the right place. Grab a cocktail, sit back, and prepare to cuss and fuss right along with me. Let me kind of start off by giving y'all a little taste into my mental stability right now. I am on the verge of of, of a breakdown. Let me just be, I am, listen, this job, ooh, I am, look, I'm overworked. I'm just, I'm, it's, it's a lot going on, okay? So, like, I'm recording this. I had literally had to take a break to, like, do something that, uh, brings me joy, sunshine, to like just stop with the the bullshit for a minute. So I said, okay, I've seen Quantumanium twice now. Let me go ahead and kind of give my thoughts about it because y'all have been asking about it in the uh, the DMs and all that kind of stuff. So you know we're we don't we're not we're oh god boy we're gonna we're gonna talk about like the delays and all the stuff that's gonna be happening. But you know we're not gonna be getting as much MCU content as we were getting. They're gonna kind of slow back down. You know. Phase four, we got a lot of the things. We got a lot of the things. And, you know, apparently the grass, you know, the grass, they were mad about it. So, you know, they're slowing back down now. They're making sure all the stuff is right. But, you know, that's, you know, ask a different motherfucker about that because it upsets me. I'm very, I'm very perturbed by that. But it's okay. You know, take your time. Get it right. I'm okay with that. I understand. But this movie is really kind of funny the way that, the disparity, I guess you'll say, between what the critics are saying and what the audience is saying. Audiences seem to love this movie. They were okay with a lighthearted kind of, you know, movie that had, a, you know, tons of great CGI and uh, uh, great characters in uh, Jonathan Majors, Kang, and then we got uh, Michelle Pfeiffer's Janet. You know, we had her in the last one, but now we've gotten a lot of Janet, and she, her and Kang really carried this movie. We're going to talk about that, though. We got the new Cassie, who was uh, played by Catherine Newton, I think it is. Yeah, Catherine Newton, she's the new Cassie. And it, it was a lot that worked about this movie. I know there are some qualms a lot of people have, but critics seem to be a lot harsher on this movie than the audiences were. The audiences seem to go and really enjoy it. Right now, I think it's currently sitting at a 43 on Rotten Tomatoes, which makes it tied with uh, The Eternals for the worst-reviewed MCU movie, which, okay, as you both know, those two movies are now being received a lot better by the audiences than they did the critics. Plus, you know... (sighs) certain people you shouldn't let critique movies. I'm just saying, you know, they had a couple of, uh, one of the things that really happened in this one was, 
uh, not this one, the Eternals, was that, you know, we had our first MCU gay character, you know, child, barely in the scenes, but you know, our first MCU gay character, and all of these people that review it, you know, they were, oh boy, you know, they couldn't handle that, you know, not the girls coming into the MCU, not the girls, you know, they couldn't handle that, so, you know, that got, that took a bashing for it, and you know, it, it was a lot, but uh, the Eternals went on to be, I think, 2021's, like, most watched, like, project on Disney+, Plus. maybe? I don't know if it was MCU title or what it was, but whatever came out, you know, it, it hit Disney+, Plus last year, and it was, like, one of the most, it was the most watched. I don't know if it was specific to Marvel or the entire, you know, whatever. But, you know, I, that, I think that speaks volumes about, one, how people's kind of, habits are changing when it comes to going to the movies i know you know we we talk about it a lot we don't know you know there's a lot that can possibly save the box office you know we always talk about how top gun you know uh did his big one shout out to all the, the baddies west fans out there <laughs> you know they say marvel you know they, they uh tom cruise did his big one with uh what's this shit called uh, top gun maverick you know great movie uh but you know we got a lot of stuff coming out we got what john wick four we've got Creed coming up. We've got uh, they think that a lot of people go go see uh, Cocaine Bear. Now I can't see that happening, but listen, who am I to dash dreams? Okay, <laughs> do what you want to. I ain't going I'm not stopping no damn body. Okay, you believe what you want to believe, boo boo. Okay, but there's a lot of you know a lot of other stuff coming out too. There's some huge releases coming out really this year, but March especially is gonna be a really crowded one. November is set to be a really crowded one too. And, uh, you know, Marvel's now pushed the Marvels back to November. They're supposed to come out in like July, I think not soon after, uh, what is it? Not long after, um, guardians of the galaxy three, which is James Gunn, obviously his last soiree in the MCU, you know, he's going over there to DC and you know, the people's is they mad cause they don't know what he's given. You know, this, this shit he announced didn't get nobody excited. So, you know, the girls are shaking. I don't know what to say, except do your big one, James. I don't, I don't know what to tell you. Uh, but anyway, all that to say audience scores is really what's important because they're not making a movie for the critics they're making it for the audiences. And they seem to be enjoying, you know, still a lot of stuff that MCU is putting out. But it seems like Kevin Feige, you know, there's been a couple of helm changes over there at Disney. You know, the the big changes, Bob Iger and uh, who's the other one? Chipak or whoever it is. They, you know, they've changed, you know, hands a couple of times. So, you know, I think now that uh, that he's back, I know they're kind of like, okay, let's slow down. Let's get him, you know, two, three movies a year at most. Let's give them two TV shows because we had gotten like, I think at one point we got like five or six TV shows that first year. Like we got WandaVision followed by Ant-Man and the Wasp, followed by Loki, followed by What If, followed by, you know, it was some, some teens, okay? Some teens was going on. So, you know, it was a, a lot of shit happening. So I get it. I get why they want to slow down, but I fucking hate it. And I hate all of y'all for making them do this, okay? Anyway. Back to Ant-Man. Uh, I've now seen it twice. What I will say is my second viewing, I enjoyed it a lot more than my first viewing, but I liked it on my first viewing. Now, will it crack my top 10 or anything like that? Probably not. It, it probably won't. But there were some things about this movie that I 
fucking loved, okay? And the second time, I saw it in 3D. Now, let me tell you something. Going into the quantum realm in 3D, now, that's a ride, bitch, okay? That's a motherfucking ride, okay? Now, I like that. That was that was everything I needed it to be, okay? It did it. The quantum realm did this big one, okay? I know one of the big things that uh, the MCU has been kind of like heavily criticized about recently uh, it's been about the CGI in the projects. And I, there's really not been too much that I've criticized about the, the CGI. Like, it's whatever. It might not be as good as, like, y'all want it to be. It's, nothing's going to be Avatar, Way of Water. I ain't never seen them damn movies, but y'all always talking about the CGI and that shit. I don't, I don't watch that shit. But, um, you know, I, nothing's going to be that. But I will say, I thought the CGI in Ant-Man and the Wasp Quantumania was fucking fantastic. I thought it was great, everything. I thought they built out the world great. I think if you're a Star Wars fan, there's nothing that should have, like, been weird to you about the quantum realm. Like, none of this. This is, like, looked like fucking Tatooine all over again. So it shouldn't have been a surprise at any point. But, you know, I, I see where some people, you know, are saying that, you know, it was weird. It wasn't what they were expecting and all like that. Well, that's because you go in with to these movies with too many damn expectations. That's your damn problem now. I'm sounding like somebody mama. But y'all asses need to be told. You're going in with your expe- expectations set on high. Uh, unachievable expectations because then nobody planned for that shit. No way we are telling an entirely different story. And now your ass sitting up there talking about, well, no, they should have did this, should have did that, should have did that. That shit was never in the cards. So you can just hang it up. Flat screen, plasma, okay? Nobody was thinking that shit. So coming to these movies with much, you know, I try to I try to level my expectations every time so that I can be either pleasantly surprised or pleasantly let the fuck down. Now, obviously, if it's one of my favorite franchises, then, you know, it might be something different. Like, if I were to go in and hate one of the Black Panther movies, that would crush me. Thankfully, I've loved both of them. Uh, if I were to go into a Captain America movie and hate it, that would crush me. Like, because, you know, I, I have high hopes for the Anthony Mackie uh, fourth outing of Captain America. That'll be great. Ready to see everything that that gives. Okay, ready to see all of that. If Shang-Chi put out a sequel and I hated that, I would be devastated. But, you know, I don't... Y'all didn't have no damn expectations for Ant-Man and the Wasp. Like, I knew y'all were ready to get Kang because he's coming back, you know, a million times after this because he's our big bad of Phase 4, 5, and 6. But y'all need to quit lying to yourselves. Y'all were not, uh, you know, doing all of this, jumping around for Ant-Man in the first place, okay? I think the box office numbers, like... What did the first Ant-Man movie... The opening weekend for, like, the first one was, like, 70-something. Opening weekend for the second one was, like, 90-something, I think. And then this one was, like, 105. So, like, it went up every time, like, which is great. Uh, Box office set to, you know, do its big one, you know, as it always does. And, you know, people... You know, it's it's, it's getting weird, okay? Um, Let's talk about what I liked first about the movie. So, I've seen it twice. Loved it in 3D a little more than I did the regular one. But I think the second one, I went like, you know, I went with somebody, but they weren't asking no questions or nothing like that. And uh, I would have, the person I went with the first time wasn't either. So don't blame that or nothing. But when I went the second time, I don't know. We, we kind of had a theater to ourselves because we went like early in the day, which is always fun. We got to sit in the back. We got to pick our seats. You know, we did our big one. We reclined in the chairs and all like that. Child, let me tell you something. I reclined so goddamn far back in that chair one time. 
I didn't know what the fuck was going on. I couldn't see shit on the damn theater. All the, my damn uh, neck was pushed into my throat, and my throat was pushed into my chest, and my chest was pushed into my, my teeters. Like, it was a whole lot going on, okay? But I finally had to sit the fuck up, because I would have fell asleep in that motherfucker. It was, dude, it was feeling good in that bitch. I ain't gonna lie to you, okay? Obviously, if you talk to anybody about this movie, we all kind of have a consensus. Jonathan Majors, Michelle Pfeiffer, the two absolute shining stars in this movie. I am so excited. It's almost like, okay, we've gotten two villains back to back in these movies that have just have fucking like surpassed all expectations. You know, we got Wakanda forever at the end of last year and they gave us Namor. Namor. I want, I want in, in every fucking film, not even just MCU. Damn it. If I go see, uh, uh, what's the name of that damn movie? If I go see, uh, <laughs> time traveler's wife, damn it. I want Namor in that. But you matter of fact, that's more Kang's alley. Put Kang in that shit too. If I go see that, I want it in there. If I go see set it off, you know, if they come out with the new one with little mama child, <laughs> if they make that, then damn it. I want, uh, uh, Namor in that too. Damn it. He can be Cleo, Frankie, Star and uh since tt tt asked listen tt you was crying too damn much you stay over there tt don't you can't come tt you stay over there we're gonna put namor in your place okay so it's gonna be all of them i hate to put uh kimberly at least out of a damn job but girl you'll be okay <laughs> i know tyler perry got work the way he be putting you in the movie so you'll be okay uh i back to back these villains have just shined and it is so exciting to see uh, how well Jonathan Majors works in this movie and how good of hands we are over the next few years with him as the big bad. Like, Kang is going to be at everything. Michelle Pfeiffer, I'm excited to see more of her because she ate in this movie too. Now, I don't know if we will see more of her. I child ain't no telling, but it's Michelle Pfeiffer, so I'm assuming we'll get a little, you know, a little piece of, a little taste of, thumb you know a little a little piece of a taste you know i don't know if we get ant-man 4 but maybe that's what we'll see it next i know they talked about it rumors but a child i don't think they wrote nothing so uh we'll see obviously they're the shining stars kang every emotion every beat every word out of his mouth hit i love the interaction between him and janet in the uh quantum realm the backstory of all of that i love how petrified everyone is of him like all all of that is just good shit for me um what didn't work for me? The, the really the only thing I probably have a complaint about. I think the first two Ant Man movie were funnier than this one. Like this one tried to be really funny, but it it was obvious that they spent more time like on making sure the CGI was right, making sure that uh we're introducing Kang properly, making sure that Michelle hits up beats, you know all this kind of stuff. Wasn't necessarily concerned with the comedic aspect of it, and I think since comedy was such a uh, anchor for the first two movies comedy should have been spent a little more time on because i don't really go to an ant-man movie expecting sophie's choice you know i don't go in there expecting to cry like i did you know and i work like a dog day and night you know i didn't i wasn't expecting a taraji p monologue or nothing but i was expecting you know a little better paced comedy i will say my second viewing I laughed more than my first viewing. And I know that's weird to say because I knew the jokes were coming, but I don't know. It, it, it hit a little differently that second time, I guess. I don't know. You know what? This might be a movie you have to see more than once because I'm hearing people say like on the second viewing, they liked it more. And so I don't know what is causing that discrepancy or that disparity, but 
you know, just shall go again. Hell, y'all got the money. Y'all ain't no broke bitches that listen to me. Y'all can afford that shit. Y'all can go again, hell. Or at least wait to see the shit when it come on Disney Plus and then judge it again, hell. I don't know. But that was really the only thing. Now, they could have done a deeper story. Like, I don't think this movie would have hurt from an additional, like, 15 minutes. I don't think so. Actually, I listen. I love a good two-hour movie because that means that two hours from start to finish, that means that uh, I can still shave 10 minutes off it and I can give me a 150. I like a good solid one hour. Listen, the art of the one hour and a half movie <laughs> has gone to hell. I don't know where that's gone, but everybody feels the need to make movies that are six hours long. And thanks, I hate it just so much. I, I hate it truly. Um Y'all didn't do your, you did your small one with that one. Listen, I'm be saying it all day now. I don't know why baddies has me saying this shit. I don't even know if I think I know what it means, but damn it, I say it because I want to be young and uh, I'm a baddie, okay? Uh, Modoc. Now look, y'all remember, those of y'all that have been here for a while and those of you that have followed me on Instagram for a while, y'all know I loved the Modoc series on Hulu. It was funny as hell. I want to do a rewatch soon because it, it was absolutely hilarious. Like it was, it was great. Pat Oswalt, like it was phenomenal. Like just great, ridiculous viewing laughs that you don't expect from an MCU, like not MCU, a Marvel, uh, like project, especially when it's so adult, you know, it, it, it was great. And, People, like, of course, came out of here like, oh, my God, what was Modoc? What the hell was that? And all this kind of stuff. They did, I think, personally, they did the absolute best in terms of, like, CGI that they could bring such a ridiculous character from comics alive. I thought it was perfect because I've already told you all I thought the CGI in this movie was fantastic. Modoc, I thought, especially on my second viewing, I thought he was funny as hell. I thought Corey Stoll was fantastic. I even like when he takes off the like the gold metal mask and it's just like his face. It's very menacing. It's very no, it's not menacing. It's very haunting. <laughs> like that shit is gonna be in my nightmares for years to come. But I thought it looked as good as it could. It, he, he was, they, you know, they explained that he was disfigured as he was going down and shrunken into the quantum realm, and he had them little bitty baby legs. Shout out to Deadpool too. You know, I I was into it. Okay, I was into Modok. Modok don't owe me nothing. He's, if you haven't seen it, then you don't know how his story ends, but you know, I'm, I don't even know if this is spoiler. Is this a spoiler fear review? I don't know. Y'all haven't seen it by now. Look, I ain't gonna try to not spoil none. Y'all know what the hell, uh, y'all know what it is. Okay. Um, did this movie do a good job of setting up the future? I think it did. It could have done more. Like I, I will say one of the things that let me down more than some of the other stuff were the post credit scenes. And I know that's wild to say because everyone kind of had a consensus of, you know, when they left the theater, oh my God, those post credit scenes, fantastic. They were the best, some of the best ever, all that kind of stuff. Uh, okay. Like, I, you know, I, you know, I'm a comic reader, so I understood every reference they were making. Like, I know about the Council of Kings and, you know, all this stuff. So, like, I got them, but, you know, I, I'm excited to see how that plays into it like it just left me with a few more questions i'm excited though because jonathan majors is playing all of these variants there were scroll variants and there was ramatut and there was you know there was all these different ones and you know i'm excited for that i you know but great but i don't know the second one was like basically a clip from low-key season two and i can't listen we've talked about this 
I kind of hate when they just take footage from another project or when they do a trailer. It's another, you know, the other, the whatever. That always pisses me off. Like, Spider-Man was so fucking great, and then you ended with a Doctor Strange trailer that you put out online a few days later. You bastards. I, now, that pissed me the fuck off right there. I will say that pissed me the fuck off. But, you know, I, this one was a clip from Loki Season 2, obviously. So now we know that uh, him and Mobius are back on the same page and he's gotten him he's convincing him he's getting him to go look at uh kang and you know that that the character that he was playing in that second one was a guy named victor timely and you know he's connected in the comics and he's the one that like went back in uh time and tried to convince you know the, the businessman yada 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 who gives a fuck but all that to say um, I guess I'm more excited for Loki season two now. I will say that because y'all know, Lo I didn't see it for Loki season one. I didn't. So, I mean, I guess um, that's good. I'm excited about that. <laughs> so, I mean, that's great. I, I mean, they did what they needed to do. I will say that. But like, I feel like people overhyped those credit scenes and that kind of left me a little disappointed. I wish I hadn't seen all the reactions to those post credit scenes. I would have preferred like a a cameo obviously from you know from somebody else i don't know you know give me a little piece of carol danvers flying by to say today or so you know give me give me a little something i don't know i i'm just saying what's next so we've got i told y'all we got fewer projects coming out now well we got the same amount of projects just spaced out and delayed and stuff like that so we'll have this year, I think they've confirmed that we're only, like, TV show-wise, we're only getting Loki Season 2, and we're only getting Secret Invasion. I was excited for Ironheart, but I guess I'm going to have to wait till next year for that. I don't know what, move, what you know, if the movie schedules have, you know, delayed or whatever. I don't know. It, it's, it's a lot going on. Y'all have really upset me because y'all done told these people to, you know, to, to delay stuff, and I don't know why y'all did that. Y'all did your small one with that one. I don't know, but... You know, we'll see. We got, uh, what movies do we have? We still have Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 3 coming out. And we've got the Marvels. The Marvels dropped that amazing poster. I'm super excited for that one. Can't wait to see what that gives. Uh, Guardians, I'm not gonna lie. I love the Guardians of the Galaxy. You know, the first one, I will stand by that all day. You could fight me about that one. I love the first Guardians of the Galaxy movie. The second one, kinda hated kind of hate it but you know then we got more of them later when we got infinity war and uh end game and stuff so you know it, it's not too big of a deal no lie i know some people probably think this is crazy but you know wandavision one of my favorite projects of all time from the mcu i fucking loved miss marvel i thought the casting was fantastic we got us some culture because we weren't getting it at first during the first three phases and that's why people hate phase four so much because we getting some melanation and some culture in this motherfucker but you didn't hear that for me um and you know I, I listen i love me some uh carol danvers in the comics i love me some brie larson so i'm excited for the marvels more so than i am guardians of the galaxy 3 just because you know the second one didn't live up to what i wanted it to be uh, I didn't really have any expectations for it either. That's the thing. It was just, ugh, I don't know. The story, I, I don't know. But, you know, a lot of people kind of are harsh on that second one. But, I don't know. We'll we'll see how it turns out. I mean, I'm excited. I'm still going to go see it opening night and everything. Like, don't get it twisted. Uh, I'm wondering who who y'all think go die in Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 3. I don't know. I, my money's on Rocket. I think maybe we'll get multiple deaths. I think Rocket and Drax go die. I think Peter you, Peter Quill uh, will probably be around a while. They can kill him too, to be honest, but let me not do that. <laughs> let me not do that, child. Y'all, I ran my mouth enough about uh, 
Ant-Man and the MCU and all like that. <sighs> it's just, I'm very upset. Very upset that we're not going to get, you know, projects at the same pace we were because I was very much enjoying it. But it's okay, you know. We've got Jonathan Majors. I'll get more Jonathan Majors next month, literally, when we talk about, uh, well, we're not going to talk. Well, we might talk about it. I don't know. I talk about some everything in that chat. But when uh, Creed 3 comes out, I just watched the first Creed for the first time. You know, okay, this is a secret I've been holding on to for a while, so don't judge me, please. Sometimes... With Michael B. Jordan movies, I don't be in a rush to see him because I don't know if he decide to be an actor that day or not. Because, you know, sometimes them performances, I'd be like, okay, girl. But then, you know, like Creed was great. Everybody was great in Creed. I still haven't seen Creed 2. I'm going to watch it this week. Maybe I'll watch it tonight. But then, you know, I got to watch my little, you know, I got my little scripted stuff to watch. I don't know. You know, I'll figure it out. But uh, we'll we'll see. You know, I, I'll get my Jonathan Majors fixed. That'll be, you know, good. Uh, I, I'll figure it out. I'll just be rewatching my other stuff. I'm like a crackhead when it comes to the, my Marvel content, but y'all done scared them people off from making, uh, so many things a year. Now they, and you know what? Let me get out of here before I start cussing y'all. I told y'all I'm already stressed out enough on the verge of a mental breakdown. So let me get out of here. I love y'all. Thank y'all for constantly, uh, supporting, listening, downloading, telling your friends, go ahead and leave me a five-star rating and review if you can. And I'll see ya. Oh, wow. You sat through that entire episode? Well, aren't you special? You deserve a treat. Why don't you head on over to Apple Podcasts or Spotify and leave me a five-star rating and review for free. Need to contact me? Email me at realitycomics2 at gmail.com. Follow me on Instagram for hilarious memes and up-to-date information about the podcast at realitycomics2. That's T-O-O. Reality and Comics 2 is a Cloud 10 and iHeartMedia podcast. This is Kendrick, and I'll see you.